and welcome to the second podcast of the Postmodern Family. I'm Felipe. And I'm Lillian. And tonight we're going to continue our story. Um, we left off in our first podcast at the point in time in which we first met. So we'll take it from there and, and go to when we got married. So this is just be a give and go. There's no turns here and, and whoever's opinion is whose opinion it is. So let's see. <laughs> so let, why don't we start out with uh, how we met? How did we meet? So... So we met in wintertime on a bus. And so yes, the buses at this university are city buses. So they're not like just specific to the university. And um, that's where we met. Yeah, so um, I was already on the bus, I think. Yes, and, and I got on. Yeah, and I was, it was at the time in which they um, had brought about those um new ipods the new ipods where they could have different colors yes and i was wearing a nice black one around my armband with an mm-hmm. armband and she um she to this day still claims that it was a um it was a, there was no romantic interest whatsoever there in wasn't. her approach to me and starting a conversation with me she asked, oh, is that an iPod or an mp3 player yes i was in the, i was looking for something and I had, I think I had an MP3 player, but I was looking to buy something, and I thought, ooh, that, that looks interesting. And, yeah. and I, I mean, my, the point in my life, I was very friendly. Uh, maybe I am still today, but I think I've gone kind of more like you. <laughs> unfriendly, I'm not unfriendly. <laughs> but um, I would talk to anybody and everybody in university, yeah. and I would think nothing of it. I didn't think it was making a pass at you or anything. <laughs> yes, but so... From my perspective here, I I'm, I think I was wearing something really absurd. I must have been wearing some cargo shorts and with a like a dark... Heavy winter ha- heavy, coat. Yeah, heavy winter coat. And the armband with wrapped the iPod... Wrapped on the outside of your coat. was wrapped on the outside of my coat. And so I thought... So here's this, you know, stunning woman and she asked me, Oh, uh, what, what is that? And I thought, man, this is my chance right here. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take it. So um, even though at the time I was um, in a long distance relationship, I thought, man, it, it was um, it was not a serious relationship, or it was somewhat serious, but probably on the rocks. It was in 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 rough waters. So I thought, um, let me talk to this this girl and see what this is all about. So we had a little, just a brief conversation. She told me, you know, what she does in university, what she's studying, and I did too, and. Um, we parted. We exchanged names, and that we was it. Exchanged names, and that was it. And 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 my name was lost, you know, in the foggy, Not true. foggy corners of her brain. But but her name <laughs> stayed with me, of course. And so I went home and did what any young man would do when a strange, beautiful woman talks to him. <laughs> and I stalked her online. So I found in the university directory her name, her email address, and I emailed her. Yeah, so I received this email in the middle of a very busy week or several weeks, and so I didn't answer it. In fact, I opened it, and it was about him showing me a picture of his brother saying he looked like Jesus. He said, oh, isn't it funny? My brother looks like Jesus. And he sent me a photo of his brother. (laughs) Who does look like Jesus, thinking popularly depicted. (laughs) So then I thought, I don't have time for this. And so I didn't answer him. (laughs) Yeah, so I didn't 
persist. I, I shot one salvo and see if anything came back and nothing came back and that was that. Mm-hmm. And um, I think maybe a month later we ran into each other at, at the gym, right? I think so. I don't and remember. And then, that. but it was just like a high. It, we yeah. didn't even talk really. And then it wasn't until summertime where we met again. Yeah, so we met again in the summer. Um, by that point, that, that must have been like five or six months after that. Mm-hmm. At that point, I had um, become single, and um, thankfully, and so she found me. Well, you were in the middle of breaking down, right, emotionally from this, from this relationship. Yes, yeah, so it was, yeah, it was a, quite a, a difficult relationship for me. It was the thing that... Um, began the process of, of bringing you to your knees and bringing me, bringing me to my knees open, and and open and intellectually open to the faith, and so I was really probably very melancholy and very um, kind of put out, but but it was there were beginnings of glimmerings of hope because. Mm. The way you know you found me was I was reading the Bible yes. uh, at the bus station. I was walking towards the station and I saw him sitting on the floor uh, mm. with his Bible open, reading. And I thought, oh, that's weird. I didn't think he was Christian when and I met him first. And you were instantly in love. I was instantly <laughs> interested in As helping you find mm. the answers you may have been searching for in the Bible. Right, so, because she was an expert. <laughs> Basically, I definitely had the hubris thinking that, oh, I've been a Christian five, six years. I know all the answers. So Mm -hmm. I did approach him and I said, if he wanted to go for some coffee, if he had any questions about what Mm -hmm. he was reading in the Bible, that I would be happy to answer them for him. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I remember thinking, wow, this is there. Here is this stunning woman again. She didn't remember my name, by the way. I did. I did. It just took me a little while. <laughs> but I knew her name instantly, and um, you know, I, I see her. I, I saw her every day in the posters I had in my room. I'm just kidding. So, um, so yeah. So um, we have coffee. And yeah. So we take the bus to your truck. Yes. And then we drove because I didn't have a car at the time. I don't think. Yes. Maybe. And then we drove over to a cafe. Yes. Yes, a cafe that you were familiar with and yes. you knew and was actually a ways away. I think it was it like was 20, away. 25 minutes yeah. away. Um, so, you know, the, the next, as we tell the story, the next few moves for you men, what I want you to understand and think about is whether the things she did and said would um, would make you believe that, you know, you that had the signals. You were getting the signals <laughs> that there was interest there. So she invites me to coffee. And we go, and, um, you know, I'm all chivalrous, because that's just the Latin American yeah, way. Yeah, he was opening the doors for me, even the car door, and then the door to the cafe, and then, like, seating me, and then... And so I was like, ooh, this is new. I've not experienced this before. But at the same time, I was really pleased. I felt yeah. like I felt like people aren't doing that anymore, and mm. it should be something that should be done. So. And then the, the conversation, at, we stayed at the coffee shop quite a while, didn't we? And we talked, I think it was three hours, because I had to go back to do something mm. at the university. I, I was like, mm. going to be late. So yeah. What did we talk about? It, we, all we talked about was society men and women roles mm. and and yeah. definitely about chivalry because i commented on that mm. 
And so we didn't say, we didn't talk anything about the Bible and what you were reading. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So then, of course, so your whole plan at the end really, of that cafe The way you meeting, say is, like, yeah, when I invited him to talk about the Bible, it didn't actually happen. It didn't go that way, which is why I then in- made sure to invite you right. to every Christian event that was happening that weekend. So we yeah. met, I think it was like a Thursday uh, mm-hmm. or Wednesday, and then there was something Thursday night at something and then Friday night is another thing and Saturday so there was like a whole weekend of events that were happening that I was inviting him to because mm. I wanted him to be plugged in to the church mm. and like and make some Christian brothers uh, mm. you know friends and so but all the while right all between that first meeting that first coffee and to going to those events we we're still having conversations. I think I can't remember. I think whether text or email or mm-hmm. or in the car and almost you know about seventy five percent of those conversations in in which you 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 would say things to deter me yes. from quote unquote falling for so you. So let's back this up. So before I met Felipe, I was in a relationship with a man that my both my parents disapproved of because he was black. Hey. Okay. So I, I didn't think it mattered at all. Um, and he was a Christian and I felt like, you know, this is like the safest bet you can have. Right. Um, but my, my parents were really struggling with it and it put my mom, which I hadn't seen previously with my other relationships, my mom was very concerned and worried and she would stay up at night and so she would call her sister and then my aunt would be calling me, telling me, because she was local to us, um, that she, you know, that my my mom is really, really getting sick over this and, and worried. And so after we we realized that the, that the relationship wasn't anything anyway, um, I just felt like I didn't want to be in any relationship for a while and my plan was I would finish my master's degree and then I would maybe spend a year or two teaching English in Taiwan and then maybe I could meet a Chinese person there and then my parents would be happy. So that was like my, that's where I was. So she te- you tell this to me, right? Yeah. I think you told me this expressly. I, yes. And then so at the same time, I'm airing out all of like my worst qualities and all my past relationships to you because I want to push you away. I just want to push everyone away. Mm. You're not, you know, don't be interested in me because I have all these problems, etc. I think one of the sad moments was in a church event. Mm. Um, I think I greeted you and then I said, oh, isn't it weird that like three of my past ex-boyfriends are in the same room right now? Yes. (laughs) Yes. I remember that now. I've forgotten about that. That was horrible. <laughs> yeah. So that was my tactic. It, it was to push him away. Yeah. So, so basically, for someone who you know, so like me, coming from a more, um, I guess, traditional perspective in terms of women male roles, when a woman is being inv- invitational um, for going out and things like that, in the and, and men and women only spend time together alone when there's a context of interest there. I took all these invitations, especially the coffee one and the fact that we spoke for three hours, and then the subsequent time that we spent together. I took those as somewhat signals that there's some interest there. But there, she was doing everything possible to 
to push me so, away. I guess I, I might concede that maybe I was interested, but I was trying not to be the one to tell you no. I wanted yeah. you to be the one to reject me, which yeah. is why I was behaving like that. And then That's something she's never admitted, by the way. She, <laughs> for the first time in seven years of marriage on a podcast, she's, in, she's admitted that she was interested in me before she claimed to have been interested maybe in me. Maybe some... Consciously. (laughs) So anyway, this this climax where this this sort of behavior of hers of pushing me away. Well, inviting you to something, but then leaving you to yeah to my own to your own yeah yeah. I I guess in retrospect, I think would it have been possible to say to send some guy friends to me mm-hmm. and say, you know, spend some time with I this did, guy. I did. I would go over there and tell them, no, that this yeah. is a new Christian. But no Christian. one came to me. Really? No. Oh, well. Yeah. So it was it was a woman inviting me to events and then abandoning me. At the event. At the event, yeah. basically. So, you know, I got frustrated by this behavior. And um, I think, it, I mean... We did a lot in such a short period of time. Like, in that week... Every day we saw yeah. each other or te- called or yeah, texted. Yeah. So then there was one event that you invited... I had reached so a point... So Sunday. The Sunday. So Thursday, of the, of the Friday, first... Saturday. Yeah. He came to all three of those events. Yeah. Sunday, he invi- I invited him to a... It Barbecue. Was on the lake. Um, mm-hmm. Big lake. And um, he didn't show up. And he mm-hmm. didn't tell me he wasn't going to come, which um... is the worst part. So I expected him to be there, and then he didn't show up. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. But why were you being so interested in whether I showed up or not? I Maybe I think and... I was just used to people coming to my beck and call. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. So in that context of everyone bows to me since I'm so beautiful, I didn't go to that event on Sunday. And that evening, she texted me like, where were you? Blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, this is it right here. It's over. This, whatever this is, is over. And he composed this long email. It was quite a scathing email, I think. It was kind of like, look, you're a fickle. You're out of control. You tell me all these things about your exes and what you want to do. And yet you invite me to things. And I just, I've just ended a, you know, a torturous relationship. I don't need more complicated, you know, women in my life. So, you know, good luck and, uh. See ya. <laughs> so of course I defended myself, but I I think I had a cool head about it. I didn't yeah. really snap back, but I just said, "Well, this is my intention. I I wanted you to meet other you know, yeah. Christian men, and um, and I I think I even said in the email, well, I didn't know that you're interested in me or something like yeah, that. Like I didn't. Like, I was uh, sure. Yeah. Um, and then we agreed after a couple of response emails and stuff that we would be friends. Yes. So, Correct, but 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 my me saying yes, I agree, we'll be friends. Was really I hope to never see you exactly again. from both and, of us. We yeah. felt like that. <laughs> yeah. So what happens? The very next day, we see each other again That's on Monday, the bus. Right? So we had not seen each other during those email conversations. Yeah. And then it was a random occurrence in the mid morning. So yeah, because so basically, I deliberately chose a time that I didn't expect to see her on that route. So I went to went went to the university late, later than I usually do, because I wanted to avoid any chance of seeing her. Mm-hmm. So I'm on the bus and I pass. I get on first, and and we go to a, the stop that she usually gets on. And sure enough, there she is getting on the bus. And I remember thinking, you know, really, does this really have to happen now? 
I just I decided in like my heart that... Turning away or just Yeah, I think I tried to kind of hide my face and make sure she didn't see me. And But sure enough, you know, in, in classic, classic behavior, she comes right to me <laughs> and the big smile that she usually has and we talk and it was a pleasant conversation even though I was just like, come on, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, and we get off, and I go my own way in the university, and she goes her own way. So I thought, I mean, when I saw him stepping in the bus, I immediately thought, I see God, this is the beginning of our friendship. <laughs> so I walk right up to him, and I'm like, hi, how are you? Yeah, I'm yeah. your friend now, I thought, right? I thought I told you to stay away, <laughs> and I didn't want any more mixed signals, but here she comes. Hi, <laughs> So I sincerely thought that was an indication that we should be friends, and so when when we got to univers to the campus, um, I and I finished my thing and whatever I was doing, and it was lunchtime. I sent Felipe a text saying, yeah, she... "Hey, do you want to have lunch? Because I know you're on campus. I just saw you get up." So I remember looking at that text, and again thinking, "Why are you doing this? Why do you insist?" How come you couldn't say no? <laughs> yeah. Why it, did you agree? Well, okay, so. I remember thinking at the time, I was like, why should I do this again? And I thought, okay, it's possible that she has an interest, but she's trying to fight it. And so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to wrangle the interest out. I'm going to conquer that interest and make sure it comes out. Oh, interesting. So I thought, I'm going to go on this line from you this turn point on onward. Turn on my charm. No, well, I was always trying to turn on my charm. Um. It's just this time I was going to be a lot more forceful mm. in, in conveying the fact that I know you're... I'm, I'm going to go on the assumption that you're interested. So we went to this pita place, and they have a bench outside of the store, and I was thinking... I was, you know, I was also trying to figure out all the signals at this point, because <laughs> I guess it was the first time I was actually thinking about it. I hadn't really thought about it intentionally. So uh, I think... Did you pay for the meal? Yeah, I think so. I think he I think paid I paid for, for every meal that we've had, yeah, I thought. Yeah. So he paid for the meal and then he came and sat next to me and I was like, Oh, I see, this is just a friendship. Because <laughs> usually <stupid>. usually <laughs> you sit across from each other if you're like on a date or something. So I was uh -huh. like, Oh, okay. Um but then we had a great conversation, that lunch was great. And then you invited me out for a hike the next day. Yeah, so that was, again, that I was not going to be responsive, just passive and take invitations and go to your, let you yes. control the scene. It was the moment where I said, I'm going to control the scene now. And in the meantime, this entire time, somewhere between when I realized I liked you or something, or my something. friends, my friends were telling me, like, why are you spending time with this... Hot guy. No, what, with this... <laughs> With this new, not even Christian guy. You know, they, uh -huh. they were wary that you were Christian. They weren't sure. They didn't think you were. And mm -hmm. they were trying to say, stay away from him. It's good that he only wants to be friends with you. And then there he is inviting me to going on a hike with him. Mm -hmm. You know, and just the dog. two of us, right? And my dog. And your dog. And and I was thinking, oh gosh, how am I going to explain this to my, my roommates? Because we're, I think you said to leave, we're going to leave at like six in the morning or something. Yeah, yeah. So, that was funny, because we were... But no. it was a run. It wasn't a hike. It was a run. Was it a run? Yeah, it was a run in um, a hike path with mm. the dogs. Yeah, so, 
my we were getting ready in the morning, my roommate and I, and then she's like, oh, where are you off to? And then I decide not to tell her until the the door is about to close. You know, it's kind of like the door is closing. Oh, I'm going to go to Monroe Felipe close. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I could avoid what she was going to say yeah. about it. Yeah. So we go on that run with the dogs and... What happened? I I'm, I mean I think. And then you we just continue to invite each other to yeah. whatever to see each other every day at different yes. situations. But let's not go too fast because after that run, it was a few days later that there was this thing called. Um, it was uh, like a food festival. It was a food festival where the restaurants come and they set up little booths and give little tastes of their mm-hmm. menu to see gather up interest in their in their restaurants. And you invited... Did you invite me? You did. So here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, so that Sunday where you weren't there... Yeah. There was another guy I met for the first <laughs> time. Yeah. And he was really nice. And so we had been talking a little bit just to say, mm-hmm. hey, we, maybe we should go to that food festival. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily together, but yeah, if you're going to go, maybe I'll be there kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So... And then I got your email, and I was like, okay, good, I don't have to worry about that, I'll just focus on this other guy. Focus and on then... this other, wait, 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 back that up. So you you had all this talk about, I'm not going to look for a guy, I'm not looking for a guy, but yet you just mouth, oh, okay, that takes care of that, I'll focus on this guy. No, I guess, I don't know exactly what I was thinking. See, this idea is, see, that the, the women there... don't even know their own emotions. <laughs> I bet there was an attraction there, and so, but at the same time, I don't want it to turn into anything. It's my thought, Mm -hmm. I guess. Mm -hmm. So, I get attracted, but then I'm like, I don't want this to turn into anything, so Uh I push people away. So, um, I think I was probably attracted to that other guy, and I said, okay, we're good. But then, of course, then we hit it off in the middle of that week, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to this food festival. <laughs> Do you want to come? And uh, and then it was Friday, and it turns out that both of them showed up. But I drove you to it. I didn't you just show dr- up. I know, exactly. So you <clears throat> drove me, and you paid for everything, and this other guy just shows up, because yeah. we had previously said that we would yeah. meet. yeah. And um, and I was too wimpy to be like, look, don't come, right? That's just it was that I felt mm. like that was awkward. Yeah. So a friend, a girlfriend of mine, and then there was two guys, and uh, and it was so funny because she leans over to me, she's like, man, he's really cute, and I'm like, which one? <laughs> and she's like, obviously the Hispanic one, because she's Hispanic as well. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I know. Um, so it was funny because it was the opportunity for you to flex. Your mm. muscles, because you were like, look, there's a, there's a comp- there's competition right yeah, now. Yeah. And you kind of were like, on the ball, like, oh, look, we can go and get this food here, and mm. you paid for everything, and mm. and so it was clear that who was Well, this winning. guy was hanging about. Like, he didn't go away. Like, you know, I figured that um, <laughs> seeing me walk close to you and do things for you, the intent was to treat you, but also to give the signal, like... Hey, Go this away. is my territory, <laughs> right? But he didn't. He hung about. He, did for a he while. hung about for a long while. Yeah. Um, he eventually gave way. I think it was at the point where I ordered something to eat, and I and I used my hand and I gave it to you to eat. I actually fed you, <laughs> um, if I remember correctly. And I think it was around that time where he said, "Yeah, I guess um, 
I guess this isn't this isn't <laughs> right. And did he tell you something? I can't I can't remember. No, why. he just said he had to leave. I didn't know why. He just said he I had think to he leave. later on told me like, oh, I didn't know you guys. He were... did say that. Yeah, later mm. on. That's right. But he made some excuse like, oh, I've got to go back to work. Blah blah blah. And yeah, I was yeah. Like, okay. And then it was just the two of us alone. Yeah. yeah. And well, your friend went away too. I she guess she did as well. Mm. She had to leave. Actually, for a little while, it was just the three of us without my <laughs> yes. my girlfriend there. <laughs> like, yeah. oh. Yeah, that's right. So, and then it was just the two of us, mm. and we sat on the bench, and you grabbed my hand. Yes. <laughs> and then that was like the, okay, this... This is it. We've got a... We've, we've got, got a date. That's official it. Official or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no more just playing around, like, yeah. pretending. Yeah. That's right. And, yeah, I remember both of our hands were shaking. You were really sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> I was nervous. Um, so, yeah, so I go on and hold your hand, and I didn't we say, oh, I guess we're, I guess we should be together or something? It was a, like... It was, um, so we hadn't seen each other, actually, for a, a day in between. <laughs> we said, oh, I really missed... Was, no, I said we yeah, yeah. missed you. <laughs> yeah. It was, like, between Wednesday where we saw each other, then Friday, and then we're like... I missed you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess in that one day absence, we realized that yeah. we liked each other. And yeah, um, yeah that was, yeah. it was crazy. So many different thoughts in my head because I remember thinking, I, w- I never would have thought I would like a Hispanic pre- guy. Mm. Like, wow, never... what was your vision or your idea? Because you had been to South America by that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. So you, have... you had met. Latin American man. Yeah. I don't know. I just never... Mm. You know how you think... You you think, oh, what what would happen if this? What would happen if that? I just Mm. never even thought what would happen or would this ever happen. And likewise, I never thought I would end up with a Chinese woman. Yeah. Um, Never, never, never. I mean, I thought, if anything, I was going to end up with some white girl. Yeah, Um, yeah. And if not that, then a Hispanic girl who, um, you know, who could cook and and do stuff like a (laughs) traditional Latin American woman. Um... So, so yeah, it was a surprise for most. So, what what is this called? An interracial, biracial couple? Interracial, interracial yes. couple. Yeah. So yeah. Yes. So that was the beginning of our courtship, our dating, yes. and um, we went rather quickly. I mean, we in terms of I mean, we um, spent seeing each all other, our time together. Yeah, and there was I think we spent every day together for that first week, and then that mm. second week you were like. This is over. This is too much. Yeah, this is getting And then out of he control. got rid of his phone, <laughs> and he was like, "Look, uh, let's just see each other once a week, or something." And I was like, "What's happening?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yeah, it was just quite overwhelming. And you've um, never seen anyone like that no, every day. No, uh, never had. And for me, it was so normal. <laughs> And I think you were, what, like, you, you must have been used to um, controlling, relation, like, dominating the relationship, right? I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't identify it like that. Yeah. In retrospect, do you think you, like, sort of were more in charge in the relationship? I think and, so, yeah. Yeah. Because I'm very particular about things, so I'll, yeah. if things aren't my way, then they're no way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was just like, yeah, step off. We're going to have to calm down here. And uh, yeah, I, I 
I disconnected my mobile phone and turned it into the phone company. And Without just had telling no, me. No, mo no mobile phone because it was just all the time texting, ringing. I couldn't get any work done. It was just, so, um, and, but I gave her a stipulation. I said, look, we're not going to see each other until... You read this book. <laughs> and guess what book he hands me? It was uh, Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus. <laughs> yes. And he said, we're not going to talk until you finish this book. Yes. And so... No, it was one chapter in the book. It wasn't the whole book. It was the whole book. Was it? I yes. thought it was the chapter on men. Only. It was the whole book. Or you maybe you meant that, but I didn't hear it. And I thought you said the whole book. So I <laughs> literally just read the whole book. Uh-huh. And I, when, when I finished it, I remember thinking... Do I call him now? I mean, it hasn't been a week. Is it, is, it, is it allowed? It was like what you said, one week. Yeah, you know, one gotta week. Read this. Yeah. And it was only like maybe three or four days in. Yeah. And I was like, do I call him and tell him I finished the book? Yeah, yeah. I don't. And so I find I decided to call him. How did I call you? I don't know. I think I did get my phone back. I said, you know, I'll get my because I mean it was a real. You hung up on me or something. I can't remember. Like you, you, it, was it was a big a, fight. It was, we, a big it was fight. like three in the morning. We were fighting <laughs> <laughs> about this phone thing. Yeah. So I think my compromise was: look, I'll get my phone again, but you have to read this book, and we won't see each other yeah. until the week's end. So I, I really learned something from the book about um, cave time or something, man cave. Yeah, man cave. Where men just naturally need some space alone mm. to just re recollect their thoughts and it's not a thing a negative thing on the woman it's not like he's fed up with the woman it's just mm. that he needs to be by himself and just recollect his energy etc yeah. so um so yeah I, I did learn something from it and but i remember calling you i was sitting in the closet because i didn't want my friend my, <laughs> my friends to hear I was like crying, <laughs> sobbing, how how hurt I felt, mm. like how you were like forcing me to read this book and yeah. that I that you wouldn't speak to me <laughs> until I finished it. And then you were just like I think you had no idea how much mm. it was affecting me. No, I had no you idea. You felt so bad. <laughs> that I was like sobbing. Yeah. So and then so I feel like we we did balance out, I mean, yeah. from then. Yeah. And uh, so we dated for how long? Um, before getting married, you before mean? Before getting engaged. Before getting engaged, I think it was nine months, wasn't it? Eight months. Eight months. Yep, okay. eight months. And then and then it was a Valentine's Day. But we struggled with your family as well, didn't we? Yeah, I mean, I kept it from my parents for, mo for a little time. Mm -hmm. And then I, when I told my mom, she was kind of like, okay, well, let's just hope it's not serious. <laughs> and then and then when it was getting serious, uh -huh. I told my dad, and he was like, no, this is not right. You should just not date anybody mm -hmm. um, for two years. His, yeah. That was his recommendation. Like, finish your schooling. And you'll meet somebody in Taiwan. I think he knew mm -hmm. about my plan. Because I had told him before meeting you mm -hmm. that that was my plan. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was kind of going, going back on it. But, um, so yeah, we, we struggled a lot on that. Because it was for the first time Felipe receiving rejection from parents of his girlfriend. So yeah. all of his previous relationships, their parents were just like, Oh, I would love this man. Like, he's so <laughs> smart. He's got a degree. He's gentlemanly. From my perspective, they loved me better than their daughters, almost, <laughs> it seemed, at least. Yeah, and... Yeah. And then now I was like, 
persona non grata. I wasn't of the right race. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about it. You know, it's yeah. not like you need to change. You can change anything about that. Mm. And unfortunately, my father just didn't even want to meet you. So he never yeah. spoke or got to know you or anything to this day, unfortunately. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. Do you want to, do you want to tell us about the engagement? Oh, right. So, yeah, so we dated for eight months, and, um, you know, it was... Within that time, we had talked about marriage and everything. We were yeah. quite sensible people. Yeah, we were both of the mind that dating is for the purpose of finding a, a marriage partner. Mm -hmm. It's not just something you've just spent a, you mm -hmm. need a time killer or something you just do to pass the time. So, we were both of that frame of mind, and we had talked about it, and... Um, so yeah, so I guess I had reached a point where I said, you know, I'm I'm getting old. I'm getting old. You know, the, the sooner the better. I'm ready. I'm ready. She's the one, and it's and and I'm, I don't need to wait. When did you know that um, I was the one? The one. I think it must have been. Um, I guess it must have been maybe like six or seven months in or something like that. Five or six after we had weathered that first storm of the foam crisis and just sort of balancing, finding, finding ourselves out a little bit um it must have been around there like halfway through our dating time mm -hmm. and so um i i went and i asked permission of your mom because your dad wouldn't meet me mm -hmm. what and, did she say um she asked me a few questions like why are you interested in my daughter what do you intend mm -hmm. and um she cried. She's like, you know, she's she's oh, she'll always be my our baby girl. Like, and you're taking her away, yeah. um, and um, she didn't she didn't say like yes, no, or you have my permission or anything. She just sort of, you know, understood. And um, I think she did tell you, yeah, it's okay. I can't remember um, what was her ultimate mm -hmm. response, but. Um, yeah, so I did make the pilgrimage to your to your house, and I talked to her, and um, yeah, so I thought, okay, I'm gonna do this engagement thing, this the proposal, mm -hmm. and um, it was quite elaborate. I mean, I was, um, you know, you watch in the movies the the nice things that people do in engagements, and I thought, you know, like I've talked about in the other podcast, how a switch gets flipped, and you're gonna do something, and you're gonna go all out some flip flip switch and I thought I'm gonna go like all out on this engagement this proposal and I was I was pretty confident it was gonna be a yes otherwise I wouldn't do it I wouldn't have done this so um it was uh Valentine's Day weekend or Valentine's Day around that time and uh leading up to that date you were going on a choir singing tour. a choir mm -hmm. tour um locally like so on a coach or a bus it wasn't like plane yeah. or anything and um, so I was going to see you for a few days, but you were going to come back on Valentine's Day. Right. And, and it was so be I our first Valentine's yeah. Day together. Yeah. So I expected first Valentine's Day, we're definitely going to go out to dinner and have our first Valentine's Day together. Blah, blah, blah. But of course, yeah, not so, of course, but he calls and tells me, I think while I'm on the choir tour, that he has to fly out. To Florida to see his mom. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he won't be back. Because he's having some problem and I have to go to Florida to fix it. And I won't be back. Um, uh, for Valentine's Day. For Valentine's Day. Day. So I'll have to miss it. I and, was uh, so... I hung up on him. <laughs> <laughs> so mad. Talk about, you know, 
Christian humility. And, <laughs> and, and, you know, it was just like, how dare you not be here for our first Valentine's? And she hung How up. dare you place your mother higher than me? Kind yeah, of. kind of thing, yeah. you know. We weren't even married or engaged yet. She was asking me to place her above my mother, which I knew was going to happen. So my plan was basically um, to make her really mad and pretend like I wasn't going to be there for Valentine's Day. And it worked. It worked perfectly. She was really mad at me. Um, when, when the choir tour bus came back, my yes. best friend came to pick me up and said... Felipe's really sorry that he won't be here, but he set up the surprise for you to make up for it. Yes. So we're going to go on a scavenger hunt. Yeah, so, you know, I guess it was sort of a fad at that time to set up scavenger hunts at the end of which there would be a present for someone, like a present for a girl. I hadn't heard of that, but I really yeah. liked the idea. I don't know if I hinted it to you before or something, but I don't know. I really liked it. Yeah, and so, so, so yeah, I set up this scavenger hunt, and um, it wasn't... I had to... I had to give it um, good style. So what I did was I tried to pick up some calligraphy with, um, with that... A calligraphy with a, pen. With a quill and ink and a yeah, calligraphy pen on, um, perch, on, on parchment, parchment paper. paper with a wax stamp and everything. So what I did was on these small cards, I wrote a riddle for every every stop in the scavenger hunt and i think and there those was... were locations that were important to us in our relationship yeah i think was there seven um i think there were nine there were a lot okay so there were like nine spots that i picked that were meaningful for our relationship at that point and um to to know where to go next um so when she when her best friend picked her up she had the first riddle in her hand and she handed me a voice recording device that mm. she said now listen to this first and then you're gonna read the card so i listened to the the voice memo and it was you saying i'm sorry mm. i can't be here but yeah. here's the present and so this is the rule you have to first listen to the recording when mm. you get to each location and then you read the card and then you have to go to the next location that the card is indicating yeah yeah. So and then she handed me a rose as well. Yeah. So at every stop, I actually, um, I was, um, unbeknownst to her, I was two stops ahead of of every scavenger hunt because it was there was like it was five snow feet, on the five, five inches of snow on the ground, yeah. and it was cold and it was dark, but I was leaving a lit candle with a rose at every stop with the riddle. With the um, riddle and a, a little cassette. And a little cassette. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, she she got the first riddle and so on and so forth, and I was two moves ahead. And what was really cool about it was that one of the riddles, um, I, I the answer was um, was incorrect, but she no, knew that I was. The question was the, incorrect. The question was incorrect. But um, I knew what you would have meant, yeah. and so I knew the answer that you were. Yeah, so for. she figured out my the error in my reasoning, even in the riddle, because the riddle wasn't correctly formulated <laughs> so but um yeah and, so go ahead so why don't you talk about yeah the so then um there were there were there was one that i just didn't get and thankfully um uh, my friend my best friend had an answer sheet <laughs> so she's like i think there was one in that case and then in around like six or seven it says now go home mm -hmm. and get changed you might want to put your things down you know you might be tired so freshen up and then go to your next location. And um, 
There were a couple more of those. So how were you feeling during that whole time? So, I mean, a part of me was getting quite hopeful for a really, really amazing present. Like <laughs> like a puppy or something. <laughs> uh-huh. That's like the extent. But then I guess there was a little inkling of maybe this is it, but I don't know. <clears throat> so I just kind of pushed that out. <clears throat> so, um, and then the very last stop was the place where we first held hands Mm. and Mm. so we as we were driving up to this location there i saw him felipe Mm. standing there with a huge bouquet of roses and then i knew Mm. at that point i was like you knew that was it well yeah yeah and of course (laughs) to to my friend i was just like oh my gosh what is he doing here he said he wouldn't be here i don't understand um and then we get out and i walk up and my friend, this is amazing, my best friend is a photographer, mm. so she's she's been, she takes photos of like the whole process, mm. so then she just kind of lays back and starts taking photos, and um, and Felipe gets down on one knee and recites an E.E. E. Cummings poem mm-hmm. uh, to me from memory, mm-hmm. and... You hold my heart in your heart. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then he opens up the ring box. Mm. And before I even look at the ring, I'm saying yes and hugging <laughs> you. And you're like, what do you think of the ring? What do you think? I remember that. And, um, and then, so, yeah, so I was like, it's beautiful. I don't even care. Like, I, don't, I seriously wasn't even looking yeah. at the ring. And um, we, after that, we, I thought, okay, we're probably just going to go out and have dinner now. Like, this is mm-hmm. Valentine's Day. But before you go on with that, so as I'm waiting for them... The, the spot where we first held hands is an area in which, in, during the wintertime, they turn into an ice skating ring. And there was people ice skating on the ice skating ring. And I had laid flower petals on the floor, and I was standing there with the bouquet. And then some, some kids started coming over and saying, like, hey, man, what are you doing over there? And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to ask my girlfriend to marry me. And the kids were like, yeah, she's going to say no, man. She's going to say no. And uh, they skated away and, and told a few other people. And I think, so they started waiting with me, basically, <laughs> started looking. And um, when she came and I did the whole thing and we're hugging, they clapped. Yeah, yeah, the, they, they were there, they are clapping. The number of people that clapped in the ice skating ring, so that was cool. Yeah. So yeah, so you thought we were going to dinner. Yeah, so then, he, you said you were going to dinner. He's like, yeah, let's yeah, go to yeah, dinner yeah. now. But um, before we go there, let's just stop by the Chinese New Year party, which is, hap- it happened mm. to be Chinese New Year's Day. Mm. Um and tell them the good news. And mm. I'm thinking... Because you had a Chinese... We had some Chinese friends. Yes. Um, who... Like, who've often threw parties. Just yeah. Just all sorts of parties at their... At this, like, um, kind of like a... Activity like a, it, center. Well, it was under their business building. Yeah. It was like the first floor of their business building was... They turned into yeah. an activity center. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that'd be nice, I guess. We'll just mm. stop by and say... Tell them the good news. Yeah. And I didn't think anything of it until I was opening the door and I didn't smell Chinese food. Mm. And I thought, wait, what is this? Mm-hmm. And then opened the door and it was like, my brother was there, your brother was there, mm-hmm. my voice teacher was there, um, it, it, all my friends were there, and mm-hmm. it was our surprise engagement party. Yeah, so that's how <laughs> confident I was in that. Not only did I buy a ring, not only did I set up riddles, but I actually flew in and invited family and friends. And they were like, sorry, we had to start food before you got here. You were and taking too long. I was taking too long. Yeah. I didn't realize it, obviously. I was, and I, I think I took a shower and everything before, mm-hmm. before coming in, so. 
Yeah, so after the um the engagement party, we plan to get married in Nicaragua. Mm. And because it was cheaper and more exotic and yeah. I didn't have very many family members that were close anyway, I think. Yeah. Whereas Felipe had like a ton of family members and they were already yeah. in Nicaragua. Yeah. Um So but but um so, so yeah, we started planning for the wedding. And, um, we decided, when we decided it was going to be in Nicaragua, we knew that she had to be there ahead of time, mm-hmm. at least like a month ahead of time to do the, the legwork to yeah. secure the site and do all the, you know, yeah. flowers, Book the flowers and the cake, that. musicians. So everything. we sent you over, what was it like a month ahead or a, a month ahead of time? Yeah. A month ahead of time of the wedding. We had done some, we had taken a trip ahead of time, like before we were engaged, before we were engaged. Before we engaged, we had taken a trip, and we had actually seen a few sites. Yes, that's right. Um, not because we were looking for a wedding venue or anything, right? Well, we I was kind of thinking, oh, this might be a nice... Oh, right. But we didn't find... Yeah, we did find the place. Yeah, we, we saw something. So like there that. were a couple candidate places that we yeah. thought, oh, that would be nice to have something here. Mm-hmm. And so we... You sent we sent you for a month in advance. We had already booked the place, but you And had... I didn't speak Spanish or anything, yeah. so that was interesting. Yeah. So you were alone with my family, yes. basically, yes. for a month leading up to the wedding. Yes. On a very strict paleo primal diet, too. Oh, yes. I was at my, my thinnest. <laughs> rice and beans, tortilla all the time was there on off-ramp, yeah. but yeah. Except I did eat a ton of Nutella in the middle of the night watching dramas. <laughs> <laughs> I figured if I can stay up late, I'm burning calories, I'll eat some Nutella. Anyway, um, so yeah, we had, we ended up choosing a resort-like place Mm -hmm. that was very beautiful. It was supposed to be like a replica of a Spanish town, Mm -hmm. um, or villa, and, um, and, uh, it was just really gorgeous. Uh, We hired a string quartet, Mm -hmm. um, the cake was just beautiful. Well, it was a black tie affair, wasn't it? Yes. We, we required all of our guests to wear black and white and then for the men to have suits. Tuxedos. Tuxedos Mm -hmm. and, and bow ties. Bow ties, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that was really strict of me, I guess. Mm. (laughs) Bridezilla. Um, but. Yeah, there was a little bit of that. (laughs) And then we flew in our pastor who we had been, you had been mentored by when we were still at our university. Um, and flew them in and then flew in, um, our maid of honor, mm-hmm. my, my maid of honor, who mm-hmm. was best friend and then the, and two others. So I had three bridesmaids mm-hmm. and Felipe had three groomsmen. Yeah. And so it was a, just a really beautiful setting. We, oh, we also hired these most fantastic photographers, a husband mm-hmm. wife duo who flew over from. Phoenix. Phoenix, Arizona. Mm-hmm. They flew over down to mm-hmm. Nicaragua. And um, so we enjoyed we were, taking all these folks on the trip to see all of we Nicaragua. Showed we them, showed them a lot of yes. Nicaragua, so that was yes. quite good. Yeah. Mm. And um, yeah, so in total, it would have been, it was a, uh, how many months after we got engaged? It was, um, so it was August after February. Mm-hmm. So it would have been um, March, April, May, June, July, August. Six months. Just six months after engagement, we were married. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that's quite um, a different, isn't it? Then there's some quite long Normal, engagements yes. that I've yes. heard of and seen, right? Yes. Like multiple years. <laughs> yeah. 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 
So that was really exciting. Um, that was the beginning of our married life. Yeah. <laughs> it's been quite an adventure since, and I'm sure you guys will hear a lot about that. Yeah. But that's just how we, um, that's our story, who we are and how we met and yeah. how we ended up getting married. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, one of the, if we could just close, this will be a tease onto the next chapter, which, which could be about our first years of marriage and, you know, what some of the things we dealt with. But um, as you can tell from the beginning story all the way up to this point, we're both sort of type A personalities, both dominating personalities. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the dynamic in our, in our early dating days and our early marriage especially those first few years of marriage, where there was quite a bit of fighting. There was quite a bit, especially since you were a very traditional Hispanic man, expecting yeah. uh, your wife to cook and clean That's and right. all that stuff, iron your shirts for you. That's and right. I was like totally career-minded, like, no, no, yeah. no, this, I'm, I'm outside the home, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there were a lot of clashes there, and we'll get into that in the next um, podcast, yeah. so. Um, so we hope you guys like this podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast and check out our YouTube channel for some shorter bits um, of what we're living like now. Yes. Thank you for your time. We hope you enjoyed it. And on behalf of the Postmodern family, see ya. Bye.